now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. News Radio, and that is the Saw Doctors, which is, you know, their, uh, <laughs> their song's called Good News. You can check it out over on YouTube, or if you want to join our Daily Disciples group, you can join that as well. I'm going to go ahead and throw here, and then I'm going to mute everything on my computer so nothing can be heard. Let's see, I'm going to go ahead and shut that off. Can you guys hear me okay? Put a one if you can hear me okay. Okay? All right. All right, let's see here. Uh, all right, I'm getting some messages, so it's kind of distracting me. I was running as fast as I could up the stairs to sit in my chair. Okay, actually, I also have to go <laughs> go over here to Twitch. Yeah. All right, so here's the thing. If you're watching on Twitch, I want to say hi. Don't forget to comment. That way I know you're watching. If you're watching on YouTube, over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Bible News Radio. Don't forget to say hi over there so we know that you're listening. I know that some of you actually do that now because we don't stream anymore on Facebook. But I do place, I do put the archive over on Facebook. So you can actually go like our page, biblenewsradio.com. Go over there, check it out. Okay? Yeah, just go over there, check it out. Uh, And join my daily disciples group. You can search Daily Disciples and uh, and then ask to join because uh, I'm trying to grow that group and we got quite a few people in there right now and, you know, I'm trying to make a little community of believers who are actually daily disciples and some of the stuff that, um, you know, I'm hoping to see is just people's, you know, area of interest where they want to grow but where they're at in their life and how we can help and minister, you know, to grow and help people grow in their faith, right? Because... When you think about it, that is basically the whole purpose of life, right? Is to is to actually grow in our walk, in our relationship with Christ Jesus, right? It is. I mean, 
when it gets right down to it, that's the most important thing in life is your relationship with God. So, uh, so we're going to, we're going to do that today. We also have a, um, I have a number of news stories I want to talk about, but we also want to talk about the Trinity today because, you know, the Trinity is a controversial subject in the world of Christianity. Um, and a lot of people don't understand the Trinity. They don't know how to defend the theology of the Trinity. Um, and you have, you have, um, cults like the Jehovah's Witnesses who deny the Trinity, the doctrine of the Trinity, and they're out there telling people that, you know, it's unbiblical and all this other stuff. And it's, the truth is, is it's not unbiblical. It's completely defensible in scripture. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today too. But the first thing I want to, um, do is remind you, uh, of the show, you know, Ariel Ministries actually sponsors our show. If you haven't yet, um, if you haven't actually signed up for Ariel Ministries, you know, go over to their website or use the coupon code to, to buy anything over there. You can do that at, uh, ariel.org. <laughs> you can save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible news. Yeah, you can people. Isn't that a nice graphic? Yeah, it is. And uh, we support we support everything that they do. They're all, they're an awesome ministry, and um, and we really do appreciate what they do for for what we do. And also, those of you who are um, friends of our show, if you donate to our show, you can become a pillar of our community. Go over to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. You can set up a recurring payment over there uh, and pay by check, credit card, PayPal. That's my preference. PayPal is my preference because that can just come become automatically. Whatever amount you want would help us a lot. So if you're getting fed through the show and you want to go ahead and donate back so we can buy more food, so to speak, <laughs> literally and figuratively, <laughs> then uh, become a pillar of the community. And don't forget, also join my text message list by texting the term Bible News to 33222. And Randall's actually going to be, um, at some point, he's going to be changing how we do this. So that this info will all be scrolled on our website at some point, right, Bareface? So, yeah, so at some point I'm going to do that. Yeah, Bareface has a I need vision. To, I need to... Uh, yeah, he does. I need to rebuild uh, some stuff anyway. Mm. So... Oh, there you go. I mean, I could just do this for the... Oh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, See that? Okay, now look at the bottom of your screen. There it is right there. Nailed it. Okay, anyway, so the, that's pretty much our announcements. We really appreciate all you guys tuning in. So let's talk about the headline story that Randall uh, picked, and or, or I actually picked it, but let's, based on the headline that we used on the show. Uh, let's see here. Um, trying to find it. <laughs> I, I sent Randall so many. Here it is. Dangerous assault on women. Now this is this is a story put out by the Liberty Council, which is a nonprofit legal defensing, you know, legal organization that helps people uh, defends people who can't afford to be defended otherwise. Okay, anyway, dangerous assault on women. Members of the U.S. House have introduced H.R. Five, known as the so-called quote Equality Act unquote, which is an assault on women and girls' safety privacy, and athletic endeavors. The legislation is being pushed largely by the Human Rights Campaign, the, nas the nation's leading LGBT activist organization. 
This bill amends the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and other federal laws by striking the word sex and inserting sex, sexual orientation, and gender identity. Which, by the way, sexual orientation, gender identity, that's all made up by the, you know, propaganda lobby that likes to redefine terms that God, God created. But anyway, that's just my, my opinion. Anyway, as protected classes... Throughout the federal code, this amendment erases any sex-based protections for women. Immutable biological differences and unique attributes between sexes will become illuse, Ill, illuse, how do you say that? <laughs> some people say illusory, some people say illusory, so. Okay, it'll be an illusion anyway. Mm -hmm. Because birth sex is irrelevant under H.R. 5. Therefore, women and girls face increased risk of harassment and violence by predatory males who will use gender identity to invade their private spaces. Biological men who subjectively assert they, quote, identify as women will be able to use women's restrooms, dressing rooms, locker rooms, and showers. Men will be legally allowed to bunk with women on, on overnight stays at church, mission, or school events, and at domis domestic abuse shelters or in prison cells. <sighs> The gender identity provisions of H.R. 5 will forbid the law to see sex while legitimizing sex stereotypes and will make women and girls increase targets for rapists, pedophiles, and voyeurs in all 50 states. Just so you know, okay? For example, recently in Palm Springs, California Swim Center, three teenage female water polo players were traumatized by encountering a naked man showering in the women's locker room. They reported this to the police who did nothing because the man identifies as a woman. That's in quotes. According to the report, coaches confronted the person who told them he was in the locker room because he identified as female. One of the girl's mothers said they were mortified, scared, and traumatized. Quite honestly, I think this individual is a predator and found a loophole in the law with transgender issues. Liberty Council has an executive collection of articles and... Liberty Council has an extensive collection of articles <laughs> and resources illustrating the danger of dual-sex restrooms, fitting rooms, and shower facilities here. You can see it over there. It's linked under the here there. Anyway, women's rights and historic gains made by women in athletic competition will also be negatively affected because men will be able to legally be recognized and treated as women. Title IX was created in order to ensure that women had access to equal opportunities as men, including in sports. Now that is threatened as H.R. 5 ignores the biological differences between males and females and erases the unique talents and achievements of girls and women. You ever thought about that? Yeah. To compete against biological females put women at a disadvantage and cost female athletes the titles, records, and scholarships that are rightfully theirs and can even lead to serious sports-related injuries. Some examples are Mac Beggs, 17, was born a girl and reportedly began identifying as a boy at the age of three, though Beggs underwent testosterone treatments for more than a year and had the muscle mass of a teenage boy. Beggs competed and took first place in the University Interscholastic Inter League State Girls Championship on February 25th, 2016. MM fighter Fallon Fox, a biological man, gave his female opponent a concussion 
and broke her eye socket in 2015, the woman, Tamika Brent, suffered a damaged orbital bone, orbital bone, and needed seven staples after she fought Fox. Gabriel Ludwig, 50, who was born Robert, joined the women's basketball team at Mission College in Santa Clara, California in 2012. Ludwig is six feet six inches tall and weighs 220 pounds. Cyclist Jillian Bearden, a 36-year-old biological man and Colorado Springs native, won the women's division of the El Tour de Tucson in four hours and 26 minutes in November 2016. And weightlifter Laurel Hubbard, a biological man, won the Australian International Women's Competition on March 19, 2017. Hubbard, 39, lifted 591 pounds, nearly 20 pounds more than the woman who won the silver medal by lifting 572 pounds. That's amazing. I mean, gosh, think about that. HR5 will increase sexual assaults because it gives males identifying as females legal access to use female bathrooms, locker rooms, and all public facilities, said Liberty Council founder and chairman Matt Staver. This so-called Equality Act is promoted by LGBT activists under the guise of equality for all people. However, it's a slap in the face to women and girls who are entitled safety, privacy, and fairness in athletic competition, said Staver, and he was right. So there you go. That's the story. And you know, I know that we talked about this um, recently, but I have to tell you, you know, one of the lies out there of the liberal media is that, um, you know, is that this, this type of thing doesn't harm women. And yet, if you guys actually start to track news stories where, the, where these, these things happen, you'll actually see them quite a bit. It's kind of like the whole issue with the fake homosexual hate crimes too. If you actually start tracking stuff like that, you'll see that there's a trend and there's actually a lot of them. So Randall, as a man, what do you think? I mean, you're my husband. I mean, what do you think? Would you feel comfortable with me like going into a bathroom knowing that men could go in there too in a public facility no i wouldn't and and since it's so subjective oh i ident- i identify as female i mean it's just a statement there's no objective criteria by which to measure that if someone actually identifies as female especially if they're naked you know because they're not you know it can't tell by what they're wearing or whatever it can just be a statement you know just like these gals showed up in the, you know, uh, the locker room with the swim club or whatever, and here's this guy. Well, and, you know, the police are called. Oh, well, he identifies as female, so it's it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember seeing the, the comp- you know, news of the competition, the cycling competition, the El Tour de Tucson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you see this guy, this... You know, pretending to be a woman, uh, Jillian, and you look just—you can just tell. I mean, that's either, you know, the guy's buff, but you know, identifies as female. <laughs> maybe had some, you know, <laughs> s- cosmetic surgery, but I mean, <laughs> mom, wait, Mama Gina said something funny. She said, "I identify as a mom. I'm transparent." <laughs> You're hilarious. You know that, right? Gina is funny, too. She's actually very funny. 
All right, let's see what some comments are here. Wait, hold on. Uh, Sean is here. Yeah, you are. Uh, Bob is here, Team Randall. <laughs> he didn't put it this time. You're getting better, buddy. Let's see here. Uh, Gina said, this is just crazy. You complete, you complete, I think you mean compete, in the gender you were born as, period. Bob said, Trump will never allow men to be women. Hey, John is here. Hey, John. Dr. John. Melanie said, what if we ask them what they mean by that? Um, trans racial is catching on also. Yes, that's actually very true. Let's see. I don't have a group except rich. That doesn't make sense to me. Huh? Okay. I don't know. I don't understand that one, but that's okay. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just crazy, you know. What if all of us just decided walking around saying that we were the opposite gender and we felt like this? I mean, you know, it's 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 sad. It really is sad, actually. Um, um, I saw a funny meme. Who was it? What was that guy's name, Randall? The one with Bruce Jenner and OJ. What was that guy's name? The sports announcer was put on there? Yeah, Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, one of my friends posted a picture of Howard Cosell with O.J. Simpson and Bruce Jenner in the picture together. As they appeared in the 70s. As they appeared in the 70s. When Howard Cosell and, was the name and, you know, was right. the sportscaster. And the, capture, the caption read something like, uh, Howard Cos if Howard Cosell could, could predict the future. And then you, when you look at Bruce Jenner and O.J., it's funny. It's supposed to be funny because Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn. And OJ is a criminal, so I mean, you know, a murderer. Yeah. So Howard Costell, I've seen the future, and you're not gonna believe this. That's word. Oh, do you see it? You no, have... no, but I remember what it said. Oh, that's what he said. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been to the future, and you're not gonna believe this. <sighs> Poop. Yeah. Interesting, huh? All right, I want to share a good news story now, okay? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's a good news story. <laughs> You're like, why do I listen to you people? All right, so this one is from Kentucky. And I actually have to thank Janet Parshall for pointing this story out because she sent it to us in her Parshall Patriot top secret membership to people who get it. Anyway. So this is about a week old, but I didn't see it until I read about it. So this is Kentucky preschoolers saying, Jesus loves me, this I know. Yeah. As a tornado ripped off the school's roof. Uh-huh. Check that out. Okay, so it says here, a group of Kentucky preschoolers saying, Jesus loves me in their classroom as a tornado ripped off the roof of their church last week, Fox News reported. Forty children were inside Mount Zion Baptist Church at the time of the tornado. The tornado ripped off the roof of the church, but nobody inside was hurt because they were inside a concrete room. The director of the Mount Zion Baptist Daycare, Michelle Rushing, told the West Kentucky Star that they could hear the building being destroyed and helped keep the children calm by singing songs such as, Jesus loves me, and he's got the whole world in his hands according to the Baptist press. After the storm passed, the students' staff came out of the safe room and saw that the nursery and the sanctuary were destroyed, according to Fox News. The senior pastor, West, Wes Connor, told WZTV in Nashville 
that the church is thanking God for keeping everyone safe during the storm. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a, a nice um, story. Not because the church got destroyed, but because the teacher was smart enough to figure out a way to help keep the kids calm. And I think that was kind of the point of that, you know. In fact, speaking of children, I want to now play you an audio piece of my Awana children singing a song, yes, that I actually taught them earlier this month. All right, get prepared for laughter and also a great three-part harmony of a song I taught them. And of course, I'm just going to play it through my phone in the mic. So you'll have to listen very closely. You ready? Here it is. Wait, let me make sure I can hear it. Let me put in my headset so I can hear it. Make sure that it's coming through okay. Okay, ready? I don't know if you could hear that. Could you hear it good? I hope you could. Well, anyway. All right. Oops. Now I got to turn that down. Could you hear it okay? Yeah. Anyway, speaking of songs, that was a song that I learned years ago. Yes. When I, was, when I went to camp when I was a child. I went to camp a couple times. I also learned another song. It went this way. Camp, camp, camp. I went to camp. Yeah, I did. Fun, fun, fun. I had some fun, people. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, so that was for free. Okay, now, on to our identity theft protection section of the show. I got, you know, you guys, I, I have to tell you something. I got to tell you something. This is so, so cool. So this morning I went to a networking meeting here in my town and it was my first time going to this meeting and there was about eight people at it, including me. And what was really cool was I got to share about legal shield and identity theft, ID shield, right? ID shield. And uh, at the end of that meeting, not only did almost everybody in that room say, Hey, I want to sign up for legal shield. Um, but I walked away feeling confident and, and happy, not so much that all these people were interested in signing up afterwards, but because I told them how affordable the service is and I felt like I did my job and, you know, and then I came home, I'm getting ready for the show and I came across a couple of stories. Now here's one. It's, this is the one on W H E C.com Randall, the one eight charged in social security identity theft case. One of the things that we cover in ID Shield is your social security. Listen to this. So this says here, a 16-month-long investigation into an identity theft case led to the arrest of multiple people on Tuesday and Wednesday. According to state police, social security numbers were stolen from children as young as 11 years old. On November 27, 2017, state police received a suspicious report of activity from the New York State Intelligence Center that social security numbers were being used by different assigned names. The New York State Police Special Investigations Unit 
Buffalo, an office of the Inspector General of the Federal Social Security Administration, began a joint investigation into the matter. Yeah, they did. It was later revealed that 49-year-old Darius Outling of Buffalo illegally obtained Social Security numbers belonging to juveniles living throughout the country, outlining... Outling. Outling. Then sold, oh yeah, that's the guy, okay. Then sold the social security numbers to multiple people who used them to fraudulently obtain credit to purchase cars, jewelry, appliances, and open credit cards. Uh, he was charged with identity theft and scheme to defraud. Seven others have been charged in, in relation to this case. So I bring that up <clears throat> because it's just another recent story about social security fraud. And then there's another one, and this one's titled, Children's identity stolen in social security scam. What parents need to do right now, All right? What they need to do is, is protect their kids. Children were the main targets in a recent social security identity theft operation. This is actually, it's, the, it's, same, up, yeah, it's the same story, but the lead title was different. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, if you have, um, if you have children or grandkids, make sure that they know that with ID shield, um, if you are a family and you can cover up to eight children under or 18 years old and under. So if you have a big, huge family, then for 25 bucks a month, basically, you can cover that, that family as long as the kids are under 18. All right. You really need to do that. Now, meanwhile, Apple Pay, um, has, there's been fraud with Apple Pay. And so I want to give you a shout, a shout out about here because a lot of us use, the internet, we use Apple Pay, we might use PayPal or other places too, but this story is from Forbes, and it's titled, Millions Are Being Lost uh, to Apple Pay Fraud. Will Apple, Car Will Apple Card Come to the Rescue? And it says here, uh, millions of dollars have been lost to fraudsters exploiting Apple Pay loopholes left open by banks. Will the new Apple Card close the door on credit card fraud? Will it? Do you think it will? In December, the Department of Justice quietly announced the four-year sentence of a 23-year-old Miami resident uh, who the government claimed was involved in a gang that loaded stolen Capital One credit cards onto their iPhones. Between 2015 and 16, they spent more than $1.5 million on fraudulent purchases via Apple Pay. By the way, I happen to know somebody who has the Capital One card, and they have had trouble with it. And they have used legal shield to help deal with that situation, just so you know. More recently, according to a criminal complaint unearthed by Forbes, the U.S. government alleged that a group of 30-year-old friends loaded Apple Pay accounts and other digital wallets with stolen J.P. Morgan credit cards purchased from where? Dark web trading sites. Then they, they made $600,000 in fraudulent, uh, I think this would say purchases, not purposes, Splurging on a range of expensive gadgets from a Rolex watch costing $35,000 to MacBook Pros and iPhones costing thousands of dollars in stores in Washington State, according to the government. They then resold their purchases, the complaint noted. Alongside the Florida case, it's one of the most financially damaging crimes yet documented in which Apple Pay was abused. Anyway, just want to bring that to you. Just so you know, be aware of what you're doing online and make sure that you use very, very, very super strong passwords that, that would annoy anybody if they had to open up your, your whatever it is. You know, make it, you know, asterisk, pound signed, 
you know, ampersand, capital J, little u, you know, x, capital five, not that you can capitalize the number, but you know, a number, just make it so annoying, people. And then with our membership, don't worry, you can get your identity ID shield vault password protector. <laughs> Tuggy Bear's on the beat today. <laughs> you can get ID shield vault password protector and that's all that's actually included with your id shield membership so i'm still looking for some more purchases this month so if you guys want to help me meet my goal then please sign up today do it today okay after the show call me up okay all right now it's halfway through the show and so now we're going to talk about the trinity and some people have a problem with the trinity because they don't they don't understand what the Trinity is. And so my question to you guys who are watching live, do you, do you, do you know what the Trinity is? I mean, do you, you know, do you understand the doctrine of the Trinity? Because the doctrine of the Trinity is one of the core doctrines of the Christian faith. And, um, and there, there are people that come against it. So put a one, if you understand it, put a two, if you don't care, put a three, if you're like, huh, what did you just say? I was doing something else, not paying full attention. Of course, if you do that, then I'll know you were paying a little bit of attention. <laughs> and is there any comments on YouTube, Bareface? Just say, just waiting to see. Yes. Okay. Rick earlier said that Stacy is working on uh, keeping us safe, and just just uh, now commented that um, yeah, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Oh, there you go. Okay, so there you are. All right. Oh, and I see Melanie was over there too. Okay. Yeah, I just popped in right before showtime to go watch on Periscope. Gotcha. And I have to give a shout out to Melanie because she's my moderator in our daily disciples group. And um and I I really appreciate Melanie's help because we have grown our daily disciples group from about sixty people now to over a hundred and something in just a couple of days. So um so and we're adding new people every day. So if you're in there, just introduce yourself in our group, okay? All right. So the doctrine of the Trinity is, is I know for some people, one of the most confusing things. And honestly, let's just say it. Most pastors probably don't spend a lot of time talking about it. You know, we might say in the, Father, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, or whatever. I mean, when I was a kid, that's, you know, at the Catholic Church, that's, that's what I would I would hear, you know, and I don't know in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. I don't understand why it's the father is up here. The, I don't know. Do you get that bare face? Why they do that? They, is it just the cross thing? You know, Wait, uh, just, did I just do the right? sign of the cross. I don't know. Uh, That's my sign of the cross. Yeah. Or um, here, just use my cross. Okay. Yeah. You know, the vertical relationship is is most important. So, yeah, I can see why. Yeah. You would start Father, Son, associate that with the vertical axis and Holy Spirit on the horizontal. I don't know. Just, yeah. just guessing. I don't know. To answer, no, I don't know. You don't know? Why which okay. member of the Trinity was associated with which point or points. Making the cross sign. Okay. Well, here's here's what I know. I know that there are very popular Bible teachers today, like T.D. Jakes and others, 
who do not actually hold to the biblical view of the Trinity. In fact, they actually hold to very unbiblical views of the Trinity. Why is this important, people? Because, because if you're denying the Trinity, then you're actually denying a basic doctrine of the Christian faith. Now, here's the thing, though. The word Trinity does not occur in the Bible anywhere. Okay, some critics will say, hey, well, you know, the word Trinity is not in the Bible, so it's not biblical, right? Because the word's not there, right? Okay, I mean, I get it if you want to be a literalist like that, but the idea and the concept is there, right? So I'm going to explain to me the simplest way to explain the Trinity, and then I'm going to let Bareface, who is my, like, uh, head, spiritual head and superior Bible teacher, actually take on the rest. And yeah, you're right, Sean. It's actually modalism, what J.D. T.D. Jakes actually believes. But so simply put, the Trinity is the idea that the Father is God, that the Son is God, and that the Holy Spirit identify as God, but that they are all three one God. Yeah, that's a mystery. I get it. Um, but what's really interesting is that there are places in the Bible that actually show the three all together at one time, right? And one place in particular I can think of is when Jesus was baptized. Because when Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened up and we heard the Father declare, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased when the dove came down representing the Holy Spirit at the same time. So there you have the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit all at the same place being manifested all at the same time. Okay, so is it three different gods? Is it one God? That's the debate. But the idea is, the concept is that they're all God. It's the Godhead. And, um, and I know it sounds weird and everything, but my, my thinking is, and Bareface is going to talk about this next. My thinking is, I remember when I took a cults class when I was in college, um, I took a a uh, course in at Taylor University. It was actually a correspondence class, but I needed it to get my bachelor's degree. And our textbook was Dr. Walter Martin's book, uh, The Kingdom of the Cults. So I had to literally study that whole book. That was fun. It was, it was actually very fun. It's a very good book. You should get it if you haven't read it. Um, but in there, the basic idea was if you can defend that the Bible teaches that the Father calls himself God, that the Son, Jesus, calls himself God, and that the Holy Spirit is also referred to as God, then you can actually uh, defend the Trinity because y you can prove that all three are God, right? Why is this important? Because Jesus claims that he's God. The deity of Christ is a fancy-schmancy way of basically saying that he's saying he's God. And this is why the Jews of the day and the religious leaders of that time in history got really, really mad. They were really ticked off that Jesus would dare say he's God. They, they accused him of blasphemy, you know, blaspheming. Ugh, how could you say that, right? And yet, uh, he proved it, right? So that's, this, that's my simplistic way of, of explaining it, which I'm sure didn't cover everything, but I think Randall is better at explaining it. And he is a man, so... Bareface, take it away. I mean, uh, I could I'm, read other people's writings, but I think you explain it pretty good. Well, okay. Well, you're spot on that the scripture calls each person of the Godhead God. They're referred to as God. Mm -hmm. Father, Son, and Spirit. Am I going to now 
explain how the three are one. Um, yeah, go for it. No, it's like water evaporates and also boils. So how can all of that? Those three the, parts of the water. That's more modalism. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> you know, water can be ice. You know, it can be solid. It can be liquid, or it can be the egg yolk vapor. But no, that's not a better way of explaining but, it. Pastor Garrett could probably explain but, but it. The, but the the <laughs> idea is sound in Scripture. You know, in Isaiah 9-6, a messianic prophecy speaking of Messiah, you know, it says, Isaiah 9-6, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. Obviously not talking about God the Father, right? Because it's talking about someone who's going to be born, not something, not someone who existed forever, not someone, right. you know, who someone that's somewhat, you know, is created in a sense. You're going to be born. And yet it says the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. So even though this child is going to be born, you know, which uh, implies coming into existence at a point in time, He's going to be known as Everlasting Father, someone who always was, and not a son, but Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government, and it's clear that it's speaking of the Messiah. So here, the the son that's going to be born, the child that's going to be born, the son that's going to be given, shall be called Everlasting Father and Mighty God. That's his identity. And so... We get that he is this everlasting who comes um, into being, takes on human flesh at one point. And to get away from modalism, that somehow there's some God, there's, you know, this God that sometimes shows up as a father, sometimes shows up as the son, and sometimes shows as the spirit. That was, well, wasn't that kind of also depicted in the shack? Um, or something similar. Yeah, I'm not that familiar with. I haven't read the shack. I've just read reviews and commentary on it. So, but I think that idea is there. Yeah. And, and if that were true, then when the Word became flesh, the everlasting Father, Mighty God, took on human flesh. Was That's funny, Sean. <laughs> was you know was came into the physical world as a baby then who was managing the universe you know right. he, while he was in utero you know then well where's what happened to father god well he's a baby right now and so there's got to be a separation of persons you know the the there can't be just one individual that shows up in three forms because that complicates things even more you know while he was in utero then there was no God managing the universe. He or he's just operating things from inside the womb. I don't know. Um, but the idea continues in Scripture. Yet that there's these three personages have a single identity. When Yeshua, they're giving the so-called Great Commission in Matthew twenty-eight. He says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. That isn't, that isn't three 
individuals. He doesn't say baptize them in the name of the Father and the name of the Son and the name of the Holy Spirit. There's one name, and the the Greek grammar is clear that there's one name for these three personages. Interesting, huh? Yeah, definitely. You know, the, the name the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. One name, one name above all names that's shared by three uh, personages. And can I can I explain how there's one God yet three persons? No, but a, a weak analogy is not as weak as water or <laughs> That can be solid, you know, liquid or vapor. Hi, Annie. Um, Annie just came into the chat room on Periscope. And somehow there are volumes dedicated, well, human beings, are they one part, you know, or a three-part being, yet... Well, I was just going to bring that up, right? Aren't we mind, body, and spirit? Yeah, yeah, or body, soul, and spirit. Uh, Paul himself, and... if. Uh, and we're made in God's image. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, not that we're divine, but, you know, in a similar way, we are three-part beings as well. First Thessalonians 5, Paul says, um, verse 23, Now may God, the God of peace himself, sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So Paul has a understanding that we are three-part beings and if you think about it we're known by our bodies we see someone's face and we recognize them you know and we're also known by our soul our personality the people that we are i mean you've seen like the body snatchers you know where the 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 body resembles the person they know but then you know something's off it's not that person and then it's Go ahead. Sean just said something really awesome, Sean. That was a great illustration. Sean said, I have one hand with five fingers. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. I have to give the official gavel boom to you, Sean. That was awesome. Great point, mister. I mean, that was super awesome. Double gavel for you. That actually is a great, I think that explains it right there. The hand can just, can explain the Trinity. Just cut off two fingers. No, the quinity. <laughs> no, that's really good. No, that's actually very good. I Because it makes sense. It's like one hand, five fingers, one God, three, three yeah. fingers, so to speak. I yeah. Yeah, any analogy we come up with is going to help, but it's not going to be... We can't explain it. Or, Let's just put it this way. we just got to have faith, you can have you can, <laughs> you can have no digits and still have a hand. Good point. Yeah, you can... Well, then we renege and, on Sean's thing. That was... But, but, it, helps, but it helps to understand. And similar... No, that was a good illustration. Similar with body, soul, and spirit. Right. All three of them make up who we are. Um, you know, when we pass on all that's left on this earth is just our body and it's clear that the lights aren't on and nobody's home right you know we cease to be we speak of that person in the past tense because all we have here on earth is the body that's left over yeah and so obviously just the body is not you know the complete our complete package is is body soul and spirit that makes up 
the individual and even even in the resurrection where we're gonna have a resurrected body resurrection we're gonna have a you know we're gonna have a you know we're not gonna be disembodied spirits right you know the the plan for god is to have a new body that makes up our humanity to have a body soul and spirit uh our you know body with which our soul lives in and the spirit by which we're connected with god thanks for sharing natasha and welcome back to the show anyway so to me that helps me anyway understanding how the godhead needs all three ingredients if you will you know father son and spirit to be the complete i would okay just bring in another after another thing to throw into the spokes here What about the, the, the divine council? Would you say that the idea of the divine council is the Trinity, as we hear it talked about in the fringy circles? The divine council, like, let us make man in our image. Yeah. As some rabbis will tell you, that's the majestic plural. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't mean multiple. It's just like the, the queen of England saying, we are not amused. You know, I am not amused. We are not amused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or we shall, Stacy. How do it's I? Because how do I talk in the third person? I don't. I don't even know. Well, it's just you know the person is so great that they just refer to themselves in the plural, even though they're the majestic saying, we. Well, the majestic plural is referred to, but I don't think that holds water. Give us an example. Well, just that I did. You know, you often see royalty portrayed as saying, "Well, we are not amused. Take them away from us." You know, speaking of themselves in a plural sense. And, and. I have a trinity of cuties here. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> They're triplets, but they are separate. They are yeah. not one. Yeah. They're, they have buggy eyes, though, don't they? Indeed. Yeah. So. I'm still requesting more. If you want to buy me another cutie to add to my collection of cuties, let me know. You know, this, <laughs> um,. <laughs> Anyway, if it, if it was just that, mm-hmm. all we had in Genesis is let us make man in our image, you know, and you could interpret it as well as just this superlative, you know, majestic plural. It doesn't actually refer to m- multiple individuals. It's, but, but again, all the other language in scripture, in fact, I'm going to bring this up because it can and do have a way to um, do a better job at this. Well, we'll just put it there in the middle like so. Anyway, on at Ariel's website, the latest edition of the magazine, if you pick the magazine mm-hmm. in the menu. Which is only $5, but you can get a 20% discount when you buy it. Yeah. And if you don't want a hard copy, you can look at it, browse it online, but the cover... Uh, you know, the cover article, the title, whatever, is when God speaks of himself as us. Hmm. And a uh, good article on this kind of the cover story. That's what <clears throat> I was looking for. The cover story. You're getting uh, old, mister. Anyway, it's it's all about that kind of language that we see throughout Scripture, that where God is referred to in the plural and and one of the one of the most notable passage i think is is in 
um, Deuteronomy chapter six, the the Shema, mm -hmm. Shema, Yis, Shema here, Yisrael, yeah, yeah, here Israel, here, the Lord our God, God is, is one. one. The Hebrew word there for one is Echad, uh, which doesn't speak of a a singularity, you know, a sing, you know, a one, an individual thing. It speaks of a a united one, and rather than an individual, a a a union. Yes. Also, um, th that's the idea of monotheism, right? So, what? well, hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Well, true. Okay. Isaiah 43, 10 to 11 says, You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me, there is no Savior. By the way, this is a key verse to give to a Jehovah's Witness. They don't like this verse. Um, and also... Why wouldn't they? Because they just wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> well, that's their whole thing, is yeah. they, they speak against the Trinity. Right. And they they use that as a proof text and say, "See, oh, they do. The Lord God is, you know, one. Well, then there I is no other." Spoke. But I think I am out of order. <laughs> you are out of order. I am sorry. However, my bad. Uh, <laughs> I was so confident in my assertion. <laughs> Wait, can I read one more verse? Sure, and I'm okay. going to uh, that, look okay. up another. The other list. verse is um, Isaiah 44, 6 to 8, which says, This is what the Lord says, Israel kings, Israel's king and redeemer, the Lord Almighty. I am the first mm -hmm. and I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. Let him declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come. Yes, let them foretell what will come. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. Yeah, and that's that's the verse I was going to, the verses, especially there, verse 6. That's the one I was I was trying to say that. Right. That's the one that the Jehovah's Witnesses don't yeah, like. Yeah, thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, what do they say? They say, I am the first and the last. Right. Yeah, we, Stacy and I, spent a lot of time with some Jehovah's Witnesses <laughs> in the apartment complex we used to live in and back and forth. And, and, uh, yeah, this guy was ardently, I mean, he was a hardcore JW. I'm just yeah, saying. And <laughs> passionate about his, you beliefs, know, bless but... his heart, you know, sincere, but sincerely wrong. And and we were looking at um, um, John one one, and the um, the Jehovah's Witnesses publish an interlinear scripture that has the Greek and the English, and the Greek is 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 good Greek text. The English translation between the lines is not always so good, and. And we were arguing about that, that uh, in the beginning was Word, and the Word was God. And him and I were going back and forth about the lack of a, a definite article meant a God. And, okay. and I was, said, Bye, no. Natasha. We anyway. still need to talk, by the yeah. way, just so you know, we need to talk. Anyway, I said, well, no, but the grammar is, da, da, da. anyway. And it finally came to, 
and and as a God thing, this just came to me. I wasn't I wasn't prepared beforehand, mm-hmm. and um, we were looking at Revelation where Yeshua right. says, "I am the first, I am the last." last. The, who was talking here? And their uh, their position their position is that it's an angel speaking. I said, well, would an angel be the first and the last? And I said, well, let's look over at Isaiah 44. And, you know, it's the the Lord, the, how they pronounce Jehovah. It's just the tetragrammaton there is the personal name of God. And he says, I am the first and the last. Besides me, there's no God. And, and for once in all the days of discussion, this guy whose name I can't remember right now, but he was actually speechless. He was. This, he had nothing. Yeah, he was. It was amazing. But then what we did, because we wanted to verify what the Trinity was, we took the Jehovah's oh. Witness magazine that has the cover about the Trinity on there. We actually went up to Chapman University's library because it's a couple of miles from our home. And the Jehovah's Witness magazine, they intentionally do not put the citations for where they get their references. Not not page number. They'll, they'll give the title of the publication. But sometimes. That's but sometimes they will, but not for everything. Most of the time. but And they target largely uneducated people. But So we, we went up to Chapman, and we, uh, we went through the college library there. We looked up every reference that we could find to the quotes that they were using to say that the Trinity was unbiblical and not, you know, didn't exist and all that. And what we found was in context, we found, it took us a while, but we found the actual references in the magazine and every single verse they claimed was not supportive of the Trinity in the actual context completely supported the Trinity. Yeah, it'll it'll make a citation like, well, the Catholic Encyclopedia says, and they'll take a, like half a sentence out of context and there, you know, even says the Trinity is... And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound right. Catholic Encyclopedia would speak against the Trinity. And like Stacey said, okay, you know, Catholic Encyclopedia. And well, and we looked up, you know, Trinity and we're looking at the, uh, like subject catalogs and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, it took a long time. We didn't it did. find, it was fun, though. we didn't find all of them, but we, we found, peak. we found, uh, several i don't know a dozen or so when it's it's hard when they just give the name the title of the publication they don't even cite a chapter you know they're i was gonna satan forbid that they give a a page number or anything like that sean says arianism which i don't know about but do you know about that um look at that see we got some smart people in our audience that's good hey rachel nice to see you Thank you all for the hearts. The flood of hearts is overwhelmingly great to us. It's just, I can feel the love, people. <laughs> and then the hearts stop after I say that. Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Two people. Can we get three people to give us hearts? Can we get four? <laughs> oh, I could practice. Anyway. So... <laughs> I'm the only person that could <laughs> be doing a theologically deep conversation with a cutie and a gavel. <laughs> uh, you can tell I teach children, can't you? Mm. Not that you're children, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. 
Oh, I'm funny. not a I'm not a subject on Arianism, but I think it, anyway it was the, <laughs> Arius was some bishop in like the third century sometime, and he I don't know if he originated the doctrine, but he was um, basically the, saying Yeshua Jesus was not divine. He was the Son of God, and that you know is special because. Who was begotten of God, but uh, not God Himself. Well, for those of you who actually want to uh, um, see the article that my friend Dr. Frank Turek wrote on his website crossexamined.org, I will actually tweet this out on my Bible News Radio Twitter so that you can actually uh, see the article. It's titled "The Trinity Defended." It's actually quite long. Uh, he gives all the scriptures, and I'm sure there's more than what's just in there, but he gives a pretty good summary. He cites the scriptures of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, where it actually says that they're God. Um, just so you know, in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit, when Ananias and Sapphira were both, you know, brought before them, well, they lied, but, you know, the Holy Spirit's referred to as God in that passage. Um so that's that. I'm going to see if I can actually tweet it out right now here, if it will do that. Yeah, here it is. And I'm going to also tag Frank Turek in it so he knows I shared his stuff. There. There you go. So if you want to read that article on your own, get that resource, just check Bible News Radio on Twitter. All right. Anything else you would like to talk about today? Does anybody have any questions or comments? Wait, let's see here. So we've talked about the Equality Act. We talked about some identity theft issues. And we also talked about the Trinity on this episode of Bible News Radio. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow is Free For All Friday. Here's what I'd like to do tomorrow on Free For All Friday. If you have a, con a comment or a question or a news item that you would like us to discuss or something, then feel free to send it to me or post it in the Daily's Disciples group and tag me in it. Um, that way I know you want to talk about it or you want me to talk about it or Bareface to talk about it, okay? Because we are a community of believers, people. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, also, um, what else is I going to tell you guys? Next week... I'm going to California, and Bareface is going to be behind here without me. Yeah, he is. And oh, so, no. so next week, our news, our show may be a little bit different because... Or a lot different. It might be a lot different because well. we, we, well, me, your sweet and lovable host, may not be on it every single day. But what we're mm. going to try to do, just so you know, is we're going to try to zoom me in and hopefully have me in on the show, assuming I can get, it'll be two o'clock in California, right? Yeah, which means, depending on if I'm in a conference or not, or meeting somebody, um, which means I may not be live, but we could maybe possibly do it at a different time, but we'll, we'll, we'll take a poll. <laughs> if you want to just have Randall, you know, uh, you know, host the show without me, then <laughs> we can do that, but or or we could, you know, we could do it differently. I don't know what you guys would prefer. Either way is okay with me, but just so you know, it may be a little bit different. I might be doing on-the-beat reporting. That's all I'm saying. And if you happen to be in the Southern California area and you watch us, 
and you're a friend of mine and I am able to get together with you, I would be happy to do that. I do have a pretty packed schedule um, already. Uh, but, um, you know, I would ask at the very least you guys pray for me because I am, um, I am going to be, um, you know, doing a lot of stuff in a short period of time. And Melanie says weekdays in the word question mark. <laughs> you guys have a sense of humor. That's for sure. So, um, yeah. So let, so let us know. All right. We got, um, I guess our time is pretty much up. So I don't know if we have any more, uh, comments or questions. Um, I would like to ask you all to pray for my friend Vicki Fitch, who is under the weather. Uh, I got a message from her this morning. She did not sound good at all. She sounds really, really, really bad, actually. Uh, and if you're a Legal Shield associate, our, our um, training with Vicki has been canceled tonight because she is not feeling well. So keep her in prayer. And, um, you know, and all of you take care of yourself. Bareface, do you have any last thoughts? I was just thinking about the phrase used under the weather. I mean, aren't we all under the weather? Yes, jet, jet travel. You know, when we get like above <laughs> twenty thousand feet, you know, thirty for sure, you're clear. And yes, the other nonsensical things we talk about on this show. But um, yeah. So there you go. Also, if you want to sign up for Legal Shield or ID Shield before the end of the month, this would be a good time to do it with me. So get in touch with me, okay? Because I have some time later today and also some other time. So uh, just get in touch. Okay, you all have a good week or a good rest of your day. I, we plan on being here tomorrow. So here's the thing. Remember, people, be bold. Stand up and go with God because he loves you. And you have a biblical basis for your beliefs. So you shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel because it's really easy to defend. And the retirement plan is literally out of this world. <laughs> so... We'll see you tomorrow.